The book of Apostle Paul, Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. Our heart is a fortress for God when we have conduct that is without covetousness, which is identified as the fear of the Lord. As he says, the Lord says, I will never leave you or forsake you. In other words, I will live in your heart if you will have conduct that is without covetousness. This conduct that is without covetousness, which is identified as the fear of the Lord, it gives God the legitimate ability to become our fortress. And so when you say, I will not fear, what can man do to me? That means we have the fear of the Lord in our heart, and the fear of the Lord allows the Lord to become our fortress. The phrase, let your conduct be without covetousness, the verb let, is taken from the military lexicon as it possesses a commanding form, turning this command into a commandment. Therefore, if this commandment, let us shortly identify what this conduct without covetousness is. First, it is a demonstration of godliness and content with what God has allowed us to have, demonstrated in our control over money. Contrary to that, a love for this money identifies the root of all evil, which is supported by the demonic prince Mammon. 1 Timothy 6, 6-11 through 11. Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. The next identification of conduct that is without covetousness is testimony that the root of all evil is eradicated or uprooted from the soil of our heart. Hebrews 12:15-17. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled, lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. All of us, without exception, due to our lawless and unclean gene pool in which we were conceived, have inherited the root system of all evil, making itself evident in the desire to become rich. Psalm 51, 5-7 Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. And one more identification of conduct that is without covetousness 
is testimony of generosity demonstrated in the absence of vile and shameful covetousness. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-8 But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. And so, very uh, profound words, and we need to ask the question, tell me shortly, what is conduct that is without covetousness? Conduct that is without covetousness, if you sum up all of this, that means that the root of all evil is eradicated from our heart. This is a demonstration of generosity. This is a demonstration of content in what we have and the atmosphere of the of the fear of the Lord in our heart, giving our heart the ability to become a fortress for God and gives God the ability to become our fortress. And so right now we will sing a song and we will thank God that we have this divine privilege, have this wonderful atmosphere, the atmosphere of the fear of the Lord within our heart. And if we have this, if we don't have this atmosphere, then the Lord will never be able to become our fortress because what we are afraid of is the element of our worship. If we're afraid that the economic crisis is coming, we have to remember that everything in the world then becomes our God when we're afraid of these things. God is our fear and our love, and we will demonstrate our love to Him in the service of tithes and offerings. Let us stand and partake in this wonderful and privileged service.
I will gladly repeat after our pastor that every time when the nation of Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, they were required as a command from Moses, which he received as a revelation from God, to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they were faithful to for thousands of years. We are that same Israel. We're connected to the same roots. We are nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand as a symbol over your tithe and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in sorrow. I do not give in purity. I do not give for the dead. I deeply believe in your unchanging word and I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly doors be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. May you be blessed. Please be seated. <laughs> 